0: Welcome to episode 151 of the Eclectic Gamers podcast. Today is Sunday, October 3rd. I'm Tony. I'm Dennis. We have we have a mix. We have stuff.
1: We have got video game stuff. We got pinball stuff. We got fan stuff. We got fan. My fans never run this hard. Before. I, this is uh, so exciting because it's usually my fan. Yeah, that, that is tearing tearing a hole in the space time continuum.
0: It, it's just my my laptop is just doing all sorts of crazy stuff today and being problematic. But um, I'm but going okay. to blame my I'm going to blame my children. Yes, what so I get for having them on the laptop and allowing them to use it. Yep, they could have just had their own tablets. But nope, they wanted they
1: wanted the full keyboard. They wanted the full experience. So. But speaking of sp- tearing holes in spacetime, what's been going on the last couple of weeks, Tony? Watch any documentaries? I I
0: I, I wa- I've watched several documentaries. Oh, uh, the I watched the new Lula Rich documentary. That was what I was watching just before we st- we started
1: because you recommended it. it, it oh, it's good, isn't it? There's so many holes and so many leggings out there. <laughs> I never knew much about leggings. I still probably don't. But right,
0: but I know that there's big drama in stretch pants. There, there's drama in stretch pants. Yeah, some of the things are just crazy to me. So we'll see. I'm going there. I killed the fan. Oh, you you need HP Cool Sense. Uh, yeah, the only you know, way. It's the only way to keep the fan. The only way to keep it running. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, it's been hectic. It's been. I, I think hectic's the right word for it. It's been a very hectic two weeks. Uh I've just been busy. I've barely played anything of any type, uh, video games or anything. I, by the time I've been getting home, uh, I've been so tired. I just sack out on the couch for a little while and watch some shows or some documentaries or, uh, I watched all of Squid Game because that's the number one show in like 90 countries now. Mm. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, the, That's that's it. I I mean, I played. That's it. I I don't. I haven't won big fancy rewards like you have. Oh well. I mean, we could talk a bit about
1: the pinball tournament because you, I, in over a year, finally got back to four hundred three club. I did. I got back to four hundred three. People who have harangued you about not being at four hundred three club were not at 403 No, they weren't. The irony was palpable within the four hundred three club.
0: Yeah, we could feel it. It was everywhere.
1: So we did that, which, uh, it went long. <laughs> Is how I, It felt long to me. Um, uh, we had 16 people, so they made the decision to do a four strike, which normally I would say I completely understand that decision. Yes. Yeah. I, we've done at Pizza West gone four strike with that about that player count, and it's, it seems to go along pretty well, but there were just some really long games. And for those of you who don't play competitively or haven't played in a strike tournament, you can't move on to the next round until all games are done in the current round. So you're really beholden to how that prior round went. So case in point, there was one time, I don't know what game you were playing. I was on Led Zeppelin and we had almost finished our Led Zeppelin game when player one finished their ball one of Batman 66. Now it was sunshine, and she is a great player. So, so very so I valid. Do, I do want to say the quality of the player really does make a difference for that sort of scenario. But, but I mean, it was pretty apparent that Batman sixty six, Guns and Roses, and uh, there was one other. Might have been. I was going to say it might have been Avengers. We're kind of long playing.
0: Yeah. Uh, when that one happened, I was on Hot Wheels, and we were done. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, um the grand prize was this
1: cool cooler. Cool yeah, cool cooler. Which I thought would have been great for our expo trip.
0: It would be great, it would have been. I mean but, I've got a bunch of coolers anyway. But, but I,
1: I could not I could not get first. Uh I, I never get first <laughs> at four three. I never get second. You finished what's the highest you finished at four or three? Was it third? Fourth, I think you fourth, I got or fourth, fourth once. And, um I I never have in a monthly gotten that high. I think I got fourth in the Ghostbusters launch. It's probably right. the best I've ever done, uh, at the, at, at the club. Um, however, there was a, a bit of a funny story, uh, odd story, I guess I would say. And it's pinball related. So, so I'll tell it. Uh, incidentally, uh, just in terms of what I've done besides working and watching TV shows is I did finish Sherlock Holmes crimes and punishment video game. So I did wrap that up because I th- said I thought I would buy that by this episode and I did. So, okay. Very first round of the tournament. Um, there's a group of players, uh, including myself who are on The Walking Dead. Right. So the, the, the dead. They right walk. The, the club has has a uh has a pro version of The Walking Dead right now. It's, it's like really modded. It's got a lot of the because I was I was showing the fish tank mod, because I've been thinking about getting that one if it's available at Expo, for example, or something. Hence part uh mod suppliers, I I might be looking. So anyway, uh one of the other players though would i i'd say nudge the machine aggressively and the topper which had been secured up top with velcro had come loose and it fell it fell off of the top it did not land on the player but it did land on the play field and you know tore it tore it, the the plug disconnected and all that and it was like okay so that was unfortunate the guy who had shaken the machine was just like we had just gotten done announcing like you know there was going to be a drawing for one of the prizes and then the the cooler going to whoever won the tournament and uh and so uh he made a joke about the the topper now being a prize so fast forward (laughs) three hours later whatever um I, I'm still in I I ended up getting seventh. I sure felt like I survived quite a while for only seventh, but 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 it was, it, it, I, I, it lasted, was, it was I lasted long. I lasted I lasted a ways. I lasted a ways. Um there was a lot of really even uh, uh, strike distribution. So um so anyway, we're going along and at one point the bar owner, uh the who guy Artie who owns the four or three club, uh we were talking about one of the games, and I, I looked over and I said, uh they had just, they'd already announced who had won the, one of the other prizes, which was a, just a, a random draw.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, cause someone said, I didn't hear, hear who had done it. And, the, and already goes, well, it was a silent auction. So I just said, Oh, so, uh, did I win the silent auction for the walking dead topper? And a few <laughs> minutes, a few minutes later, he said, do you want the topper? It's yours. If you want it. And I'm like, what? what (laughs) and so what had happened is Artie doesn't own the games at at the 403 club uh and that that walking dead is owned by jojo styles who i've spoken to a few times jojo actually uh bought my jacks to open uh back in 2020 he had someone else because i think he's up in nebraska but he had someone else come come and pick it up but i remember uh you know he he bought it really quick after i listed it and so, yeah, Artie, uh, went and opened up the game and got the, the cord out that the topper plugs into and then got the, uh, the power splitter board that was also plugged into to supply that particular voltage to the topper. I'm not sure who makes this. I haven't looked up who made this topper. It's like one of those laser etched topper styles. Yeah. And there's a bit of a scratch on the upper right where I'm guessing is where it impacted from where it fell. Um, but you know, that's just how it <laughs> works. Good. So, so am I, you know, Zach Minnie. Uh, notorious Zach Mini has self-proclaimed Be as the Topper ZK. King. Has self-proclaimed as the Topper King. But let me ask you, Tony, just in, in your neutral judgment, has he been dethroned? Am I now the Topper King? If for no other reason than how I secured basically via coup de, ca, de ta <laughs> a topper. Because you see, this is how I get them. I don't buy $2,000 gold foil <laughs> toppers. I get scratched falling off machine toppers as, as rando prizes in pinball tournaments.
0: That's how you do it. That's how uh, you should do uh, it. That's, that's, I
1: sure wish I could have won that cooler, <laughs> though. You're, 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 you're the king of the dead, apparently. So I'm not, it's, it's sitting here. We're in my kitchen. It's on the counter. I've, I've cleaned it and I thought maybe after the Chiefs game today I will try and install it I'm not well, their only advice was don't secure it with Velcro yeah <laughs> I need to look at the top of the game to see what options I might have because uh, you know I might still have uh, double sided tape from some projects my dad and I worked on so, like heavy duty double sided the, the tape stuff, that, like that, the, we, the, that we've used for the 3M stuff where they're like yep, hey the this is what we use yeah.
0: to hold solar panels on top of RVs yeah, we have
1: some stuff or if I don't he probably still has a role so anyway i'm thinking that yeah.
0: because and i looked you were right i did get third place at 403 one time mm. i remember that one because i was i went like two and out or two and one or something and it was a long way yeah yeah <laughs> and, and 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 to to be 100 percent honest gotta give 110 percent it was the same weekend as Pinbrick, so almost everybody was at Pinburg.
1: You know what? <laughs> you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Some may have said I could have been eliminated sooner had Mandalorian's upper playfield ball lock mechanism not been failing on all three of us who were playing. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you get beneficial malfunctions. Sometimes you get bad official malfunctions. <laughs> badong malfunctions. <laughs> badong, yes. Badong, badong malfunctions. Uh, before we formally move into the pinball segment, I thought now that you have – because that was your first time to play several of those games. In fact, I think that was your first time to play Hot Wheels, Led Zeppelin, Mandalorian, Guns N' Roses, and Avengers. Yes. Right? All five. So, do yes. you want to give your five fast... Oh, sorry, Nate, shivers. Of course, there's five fast thoughts. I'll phrase it a little differently. <clears throat> fast thoughts, question mark.
0: Avengers was the most fun of them. Guns and Roses is beautiful with a beautiful light show and wasn't very fun to play. Led Zeppelin was even less fun to play. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, not by a lot, but the, 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 the light show and the, and everything makes up a little bit. They're pretty close to being basically about the same on my fun. meter. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot wheels was just, wow. Um, I, 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 Played worse games. We'll, we'll leave it there. And Avengers and Mandalorian. Mandalorian was fun. It was all right. I was gonna say if I was if I was gonna rank them, I would have gone Avengers, Mando, GNR, and Led or Zeppelin are pretty much right next to each other, and then way way behind was Hot Wheels.
1: Mm, okay yeah I guess but,
0: I hadn't thought about ranking them myself, uh um, but I was in that I've only put like two or three games on all of them sure sure so, I don't have so a that's very on. willing to change at, yeah right. at this point
1: uh I would say I would probably rank them uh Avengers and Mandalorian I think for for me, far and away, those are both the most fun. Third for me would be hot Wheels, then Led Zeppelin and Guns and Roses last. Um, I did get some more time on, it's just, cause for me, the big difference is, uh, I think the rules, I've never gotten that deep in Guns N' Roses. I'm, I know, let me phrase this. I know the rules are there. I know it's got a yeah. rule set and I understand Guns N' Roses rule set and I don't like it. Um, but the geometry of lead is good, but I mean, and we have a pro on location. Oh, it is so empty. I don't it, I it, normally was, I think I, I don't care, but for whatever reason with that game, I care. It just it I think it it's emptiness coupled with that third flipper shot not actually going to a ramp. It just It felt it stinks. Yeah. I just I'm I mean it's just it feels like it could have been when you compare when you know Richie's done that layout before, mm-hmm. basically, and you're like, Star Trek pulled this off so much better, Spider Man pulled it off so much better. Um it's just <sighs> Yeah. I don't know. Anyway.
0: It was definitely, um, there was something about it that was very. And
1: I finally got some stuff going on Avengers. That was my big thing with Avengers. Is In the past, I'm like, this shoots good, but I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I started to pay attention to how more people were playing it. And I,
0: I got a better feel for See, it. See. And that could be uh part of what has kind of shifted my stuff is Avengers was the game where I sat down and I immediately successfully got a bunch of stuff going. Mm-hmm. And that, oh, that helped. It does help
1: when you're like, oh, look, I I mean, that was my first time experience with Hot Wheels is I won a tournament game on it by a lot. And I was like,
0: yeah. See, because when I I sit down with Hot Wheels, everyone was like, well, you need RPM. I'm like, okay, I need RPM. And then I sat down and I was player one. And I'm like, it's like, okay, that was all right. Uh, I mean, I don't feel too bad. And then at the end of ball one, The next player with the closest score to my own was six times higher than me. And I'm like, oh, crap. I screwed something up. And then it was me trying to make stuff work. And I I figured some stuff out. I got some Mm -hmm. stuff working. But it's still at the same time where you're sitting there going, huh, well... If I score 300 million points on ball three, I might be able to not take a strike. Maybe. Oh, wait. now look who I'm playing against. If I score 400 million points on ball three, I might be able to take third play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which wouldn't have been much help. No. Well uh we're kind of already introing into pinball so we'll go ahead and formally transition into it i do have a few topics we do actually have a game reveal i did not anticipate us having one to talk about i don't think anyone anticipated this this one being the one that would end up this week but so pinball brothers has revealed queen pinball sorta <laughs> so kind of sorta so there is a queen pop-up store that appeared in london And originally, I was going to link to that article, but the article is about the store. Since then, I've seen that there is a news article at Pinball News about the reveal. So one can go there, click on, you know, they can follow the link that we've included and be able to load up the information on this machine. Now, this was not a playable game. And again... It doesn't seem like Pinball Brothers, I'm guessing here, it, but it does not seem like Pinball Brothers meant for this to be a reveal to the pinball community. But I mean, clearly they agreed to allow this prototype say, yeah. to, to show up in this pop-up store, uh, and this pop-up store is called Queen the Greatest, and it's got a lot of memorabilia and stuff, uh, you know, merch for sale, uh, uh regarding the band Queen. And so, um, in terms of, what it looks like. And I've been trying to follow the thread a bit. Um, And there's some images over Tony, if you haven't seen yet, uh, I, I dropped in for us internally, a little video clip that shows very, very, very little amount of the pinball machine. And then pinball news has some much better photos available, but I mean, I would describe it as a, a almost fan ish style approach. At least initially, you've got a lot of laid out shots. Um However, I mean, I wouldn't, it's not a fan layout. Well, let me clarify that. Uh, so, because there is an upper play field with a single flipper in the upper right corner, uh, they do have, um, we'll call them Scolari drops that appear to be blocking the rightmost shot. Uh, the center right, there's a dead center ramp and there's a shot to the right of that ramp and a shot to the left of that ramp. Uh, the one on the left has a, some sort of like kickout hole or something. Those are all guarded by these drop targets uh, that you would think of like Scolari brother style, or maybe... if. People are familiar with Cactus Canyon, kind of like Cactus Canyon style. Uh, and then I believe, um, based off of the original designer that the drop targets on the left that look like the keyboard keys of the piano, uh, like if you drop those, uh, white drop targets down, I believe there's supposed to be standups behind those, uh, that are like the black keys. Uh, so the, the designer who, who worked on Queen, because Queen was a Highway Pinball license, for those that don't know. And so that's one of the assets that Pinball Brothers had uh in the wake of everything that happened with Highway Pinball. The designer who had been working on it is active on pin side. And so he's weighed in that a lot of this is the same as what he last worked on, though this game is not a wide body and... Highway Pinball was all wide bodies. So they did make changes to accommodate that and some other stuff. Uh, and I would say initially, because obviously the game is not playable. Some people like the look of the layout. Uh, I can't say that it's been overwhelmingly supported. The main thing is people have been dogging the art big time. I, big time. I think, uh, I mean, this is probably grossly unfair, <laughs> but I like the translate in particular is hated. And I, I would say, <laughs> I think everyone is wishing... That zombie Yeti would just come in and Marvel method this. Like, he, like oh, I'm sorry, Jeremy. I, don't, oh, I was going to say, like he does everything else. I mean, to be fair, it's kind of already there. I mean, there's tons of orange and yellow going on, and it's kind of what he does. But, um, oh, but
0: the, the headshots, uh, the, yeah, that's the thing is people, oh, man, the headshots are so bad. The
1: people will wish that. Now, there was a picture of someone else who had done draft. Uh, queen art that was rejected and it was caricature style in a way that I personally would have described as creepy. And I actually think this is superior to going that route, but, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but this definitely is going to be in my view, reminiscent of the Photoshop era that, that people, that just people do not like.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So, I mean, that's really all there is. I mean, we don't have any rules or anything to discuss. It sounded to me from what I've read, <clears throat> That this game, in terms of, I guess, pinball ready announcement, is at least six months out. But um what are your thoughts? I mean, you know, my initial thought would be, like, the theme. This is a this is a smart one to do for a band theme. Like it Queen is, is beloved. It, it's, it's, it's old enough that it falls into dad rock, but. It was it's different than a lot of the other bands were that have been done at the same time. So um <clears throat> but like looking at this art, I'm just like, uh uh now. I mean it's not a good first impression.
0: No, it's not. And like most games, until we actually see it played, who knows what it'll actually end up being. Uh I just want to go on record that the pedigree does not give me confidence in what it will be because, you know, pinball brothers, entire, uh, startup in existence is one of those things that is shaky enough as is.
1: Yeah. I, I felt that the original, the highway designer was a little, and I get it. Uh, you know, a little defensive about some of these, uh, these concepts predate guns and roses coming out. So, you know, some people might look at some things like the guitar upper play field with a single flipper, And be like, "Well, you stole that idea from Guns and Rings." Obviously, he didn't. So I I understand. You know, I understand why you wouldn't want to wouldn't want to have people think that this was just a a clone of something that just recently came out or or something. But um, yeah, I just until I understand what the rules are and how it's going to play, it's difficult to know. I I personally don't think the layout looks bad. The shooter lane has artwork. Interesting. Now, I'm not a huge fan of these plunge-across-the-playfield uh, shooters, and, and and that almost entirely comes down to being burned way too many times on Stern Star Wars. So, <laughs> and I've played plenty where that doesn't happen. So, uh, Well, like Led Zeppelin, it has a plunge-across that I haven't had uh, major issues with. I guess I did have one ball go out yesterday <laughs> because of that, but I still have ball saves, so it's okay. Um, So... So, yeah, yeah, according to the Pinball News article, there are three standups behind the four piano drop targets. You yeah, it's got spinners. It's got, yeah. Uh, now one of the things that you can see in some of the, uh, I don't know about this, the inserts. And then there's art that's centered on the inserts, but it doesn't stay just on the inserts. Like there's a shot of the left orbit entrance that Pinball News has. And you can see a square insert where a symbol extends beyond, well beyond. The borders of that insert, and the and the lion with the crown, and part of the crown's on the insert, and part of the crown's not, and part mm-hmm. of the lion's mane's in the insert, and part of it's not. And the reason I note that is there's been so much backlash to the way the text on the inserts, or at least one insert in Halloween, is, and people have been up in arms about that. I just don't think that they're going to like the idea of this not just ha- containing the art on for the insert itself, and the insert serves as the borders of those particular images. Minor. In my view, but some people, you know, it's a big deal. I mean, they've got other parts where you can see in that same image, like behind the stand up, uh, the drop target that's protecting that, uh, that, that hole that it's like they're just inserts and they just overlaid art on top of it where they just kind of glow as a backlight. I think it's weird. I don't think most people are going to like it, but I mean, whatever. So I don't have anything else to say. We'll find out more later. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have a good feel on pinball brothers. Uh, you know, they're, they're turning out, uh, aliens. They, they've got their LV, uh, limited version because, you know, they couldn't do LE. Of course. Um, and so that was something I put it in our show notes to talk about because it's just, you know, it's got a few other things. It's got a cool back glass, but other than that, I wasn't really all that impressed, especially at the price point, but, uh, you know, I guess they're, they're, they're pushing those out. But again, that was a game that people knew from highway. They've made modifications to it to be more reliable.
0: Yeah. And I think that was, it needed that, Mm -hmm. but,
1: but some people are annoyed because some of the stuff that came out of it was some of the, you know, some of the cool stuff. It's sort of like, it reminds me in a, in a way of Jersey Jack pinball and pirates and how some people, I mean, love pirates, but there were a lot of people that decided they weren't going to get the game. Once it wasn't going to have triple spinning disc Because that was the cool innovation. Uh, Aside from the rocking ship, which of course stayed. But anyway. Uh, Second topic is actually Jersey Jack, but not about pirates. Uh, We actually, in our Eclectic Gamers podcast at gmail.com, got a uh, press release notification from uh, Scorebit. Scorebit is the... It's actually a third-party tool application that can record and upload scores and stuff. But Jersey Jack has is partnered with them in a way they fully embraced embedding scorebit into their systems when they leave the factory. So it was the announcement that achievements are available for Jersey Jack games, starting with Willy Wonka, which was immediate. So I think the big, the big discussion was, so does Jersey Jack is, are they the first company to have achievements in a pinball machine? Question mark. Because the Godzillas hadn't shipped yet. I got answer. What's your answer? Who cares? <laughs> That's kind of it, it. I have to admit, it, it to me, it, it felt a little bit like, let's try and we got to get this out because Godzilla has it out. Yeah. I, I'm almost positive. <laughs> it's hard. The timing could not, in a way, either be better or worse. I agree. Who really cares? If you want my my interpretive, you know, we want me to take a position. My interpretation answer would be, no, Godzilla was first because they live streamed it and the players were earning the achievement. So the achievement system was clearly online that right. you don't happen to have, have it in, in the operator's locations yet. In a way, it was kind of moved because the system is actually publicly live. Right. So that would be my take. Um, I just thought it was kind of interesting that it was just Wonka. That's what read to me
0: like, Oh, you really rushed to get this. Well, out. yeah. And I'm surprised that if they rushed and could only get one out that the one they got out was. Wonka. And, and not Guns and Roses. And not GNR.
1: Yeah, that was that was the other <clears throat> thing. Um, I mean, I could kind of see going further back where Scorbits probably w- weren't there. Um and Jersey Jack has announced that they are building more Wonkas, even though they're not done building the GNRs. Which I'd go, huh? Except Stern does this all the time. Let's announce a new game. <laughs> we still can't keep it's like we still we can't we can't make Mandalorians fast enough. Let's launch Godzilla. They're not going to make Godzilla fast enough by the time that, uh, um, John Borg's game is announced, which, uh, is said to be, I guess, I don't know. Some people are really like hung up on waiting to hear rumors on shows. So if you hadn't heard yet, the rumor is it's Bar- Borg nest, next. The rumor is it's in December and the rumor is it's Rush, the band. So there you go. There's your rumor. Do you feel better as people now? Cause to me, it's like it's meaningless. It's practically meaningless. Though I do like Rush. Yeah. Tom Sawyer. That's the only thing I can quote from Rush. Hmm. There are like two songs I listen to with Rush. And I don't have either of them in my MP3 player. So.
0: It's I not have, a bad choice of a band for.
1: Yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been it's in demand. Just, it's I'm been in so demand.
0: tired. A band theme? Band pins? Of band pins and all the band pins being just the same thing.
1: Well, what what, what, what do you want? What do you want them to be? What do you mean? I mean, like, do you want the Same thing being just like uh, you pick a song and you play. Well, no, but, no, oh, no, no what? not
0: that. No, I, I I mean, I'm just. It it it's it's. We're still. Can can we segue from Dad Rock?
1: don't get me wrong i get
0: it okay a quarter to a third of my of my playlist on my mp3 playlist is dad rock but really can we get something from you know the 90s maybe can we get something that's not Uh, green day could be any day tony i don't know (laughs) It's something know. for somebody where they didn't kick out their greatest hits album, you know, within five years of me being born. Maybe someday.
1: <laughs> no, that's a fair that's a fair point. And it's one many, many pinball enthusiasts have raised. But the dad rocks are guaranteed sales. So, though, you know, I've i i I've heard Led Zeppelin did not sell that good for Stern. So, maybe that... No, I don't think it's the band. You just, no. And especially after... Looking, I mean just oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Those pros do not do not make you want to own that game. They don't at all. And maybe the premium I one of our other players was talking to Gordon, uh, and I sounds like he's played a premium and he really like, you know, with a spinner that lifts out. And I'm like, yeah, that's like iron monger coming out of the play field. Difference was the iron monger was on all the versions.
0: Right. And here we are with a
1: <laughs> with a warp ramp that isn't a ramp. I'm just I'm sorry. I don't care how good the rules are. It's just like ugh it's so empty
0: yeah it is definitely not i just
1: i mean you can do a lot with basic pinball features if you want to go like full like beatles style and do single level and do some creative stuff but don't just like this sort of standard richie but anyway i'm whining so uh let's move on to to the third and final pinball topic uh which is not something to whine about so a little more information on uh Chicago Gaming Company's uh, Cactus Canyon remake. And I'll have a link to the International Flipper Pinball Association's website announcement of this. But for those that want to read more. But Lyman Sheets and Josh Sharp are partnering with CGC in order to make the enhanced software for the Cactus Canyon remake. Mm
0: -hmm. Now,
1: I had heard and I believe we had discussed it before. I know I've talked about it before uh, that Lyman Sheets. I've been hearing for months that he was contracted with CGC. See, some people, I guess, got a little confused because CGC denied that Lyman Sheets worked for them. Well, no, he's not an employee at CGC. But I had heard that he was contracted with CGC to finish the software. up. I had never heard that Josh Sharp was as well. But. This there was another rumor. Throw, I'll just keep throwing out rumors. It's, just, it's
0: rumor, time. Rumor. rumor time. There's another rumor. Well, and this one, I,
1: again, it's not so, because it's not pinball oriented, I, but people love Lyman. The rumor has been Lyman was hired by Raw Thrills, which is where Josh Sharp works. This would lend credence that that might be the case, right? But Roth Thrills doesn't make pinball machines, so I don't really care. I don't really care if he's there or not. Good for them. Yeah. I've been hearing that Roth Thrills has been interested <laughs> in trying to penetrate the home market with their arcade games. Yes, Tony. I I know that that would be what you were thinking, but we will name nothing. We will name nothing. And it's, it's like Project FB. We're not going <laughs> back. We're not going back into it. And so, you know, Lyman doing deep rule sets for arcade games might make them more viable in the home industry. I don't know. Anyway. Um does this make you more excited for the Cactus Canyon remake? No. It doesn't for me either. I <clears throat> I you Here's the thing. You can't fundamentally in my mind, and I may be wrong, but in my mind you can't fundamentally get away from what the original Cactus Canyon is. So, you have to have all the same rules up to its incomplete point. Right. So other than finishing It's like, is this game going to be deep? It it should be 90s deep. It shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be like Lyman on Batman 66. So uh, while I think it may be with them, well-balanced, fun, and competitively viable, which is something that perhaps the original version is not, I don't know. um, There's nothing else to be excited about on it unless you love this game and its theme and I think if Cactus Canyon had been... I think Cactus Canyon is a C-tier game. If it had been finished, maybe it would have been a B-tier game. Other people really love the layout. I think the layout's fun. It is. So I think it could live with like a Shadow or a Bram Stoker's Dracula, but I don't think it's an Attack from Mars or a Medieval Madness style I game. agree with
0: you. So Yeah, but, it's one of those things that, I mean, it's... Okay, I can see why it's the game they picked for next, but it's yeah, not... I, it's not going to be all its biggest weakness is they made
1: less than a thousand of them. So people don't know it. And that's where this is smart. Having Lyman and Josh working on it may drive more people to buy it that otherwise wouldn't consider it. True. So in that regard, I think CGC has done a good, a good idea. I think this is smarter than doing Cactus Canyon remake. I know some people love the Cactus Canyon remake, Right. I've not played the remake, but just, the name pedigree is is where the power is it's not actually about the quality as long of the, as of in my rules. mind they
0: keep it at that 90s deep and they don't try to pull the hobbit mm. on it yeah i just don't think they would i think uh, again
1: the, their license probably would let them but yeah i i i mean we need to bear in mind that the next game from C- okay another rumor if you hadn't heard this the next game from CGC is not a remake. It's an original, and I've it's not the, and it's not Ben Hex original either. So, given that, that's where I expect them to flex on depth of code. And maybe they're contracting with. Uh, maybe the plan is if this goes well to ask Lyman and Josh to do that rule set, because it would not surprise me if that rule set is not even started yet. Right. I mean, look how long this took to get out. Look how long Monster Bash took, and that wasn't new code. Wait for their. You know, they had to put it on their system, but it's not. You know, they didn't have to make new rules. Right. Anyway, that's it that I have for Pinball Tony. So, uh, video games.
0: Video games.
1: Oh, I guess. I, I You get, get to, start. to start with video All right, games. So, we had, uh, yeah, actually, this was a request. So, Jason Knapp, a host of Nap Arcade on Facebook, and he has a website now, uh, he wanted to know if we would share any thoughts about Cruise and Blast for the Nintendo Switch. And I do have a link in the show notes. To his review that he has on his website, for those that want to read a review of someone who's actually played it, have you played this Nintendo Switch game? Because I don't have a Switch. No. Okay. I have not either. I, I'm i familiar with that Cruise and Blast was a series of arcade games, and I've probably played them, but here's the thing. All the driving games in the arcades blend to me. I've never had a favorite. I've never been able to tell them apart. I remember... A bunch of sit-down ones where I would go and I inevi- inevitably get like eighth place, and it asked me to put in more money. I'd be like, "No, I'm going to go play CineStar and get scared." So, <laughs> so I don't really know Cruise and Blast. However, I've been, I've seen a few other people on some of the discords. I believe that I'm on. I think that's where I saw it. Uh, that have been enjoying it quite a bit. So I guess if you're familiar with the arcade stuff, you might want to check this out or read up on it a little bit and see if it's a, because ge- obviously buying a Nintendo Switch game is a lot easier than hauling around one of the crews and captains. So yeah, no, that's okay. true. So anyway, but FYI, it's out there and it, it's getting, it's getting some buzz from, uh, from fans of the series, but, uh, I can't really comment. You have some other Nintendo news. I have
0: some right? other Nintendo news because they had a direct that I watched. Mm. I actually watched the direct.
1: Why do you watch the directs when you don't have a Switch?
0: Um, because I was, I'm going to be 100% honest. Here's what it is. Yeah, you could
1: be 110%. I 110%. got
0: home from work and I sat down and I fired up the YouTubes and I started watching my subscribed guys that put stuff out that day. Mm-hmm. And then the wife and kids are like, there's a Nintendo Direct. Do you want to come watch it with us? And I'm all like, I, "I, we'd really like you to come watch the Nintendo Direct with us. And I'm like, okay, it's family time. So I went in and sat down and ate my dinner and watched a Nintendo Direct with the family.
1: Oh, So, so what did you, you learn go. during family time?
0: I learned that there are some game production people out there that my daughter really loves because she was like flipping out, super excited for games. Mm. So, but I'm not talking about any of those games. So, yeah, yeah. this and they were very angry because there, there were there, the, the grand total of the animal crossing announcement was that, uh, there's going to be an animal crossing direct in October. Well, that's now it could be any day. It could be any day. Uh, I think, personally, probably the biggest thing that came out was the fact that there's an animated Mario movie being made. And for some reason, somebody, somewhere, decided that Chris... Pratt <laughs> is who you needed to pick to <laughs> voice Mario. I
1: seen, mean, have you seen the image where it's the shot from him in *Jurassic World*, but instead of raptors, they're Yoshi's? Yes, and the uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I mean, the only thing I can figure out is that the necromancer they brought to try and rez Bob Hoskins failed. <laughs> So, they decided to go with one of the big, fancy, popular people right now. I, just, I, I have such a hard time seeing Chris Pratt in that role. I just. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll see. I'll give, I'll give it a try. We'll let it see. All or right. and, and then uh, the other big ones, they've got a Anna Taylor Joy as Peach. I don't think I've ever seen her in ever, anything. I hmm. looked her up. I've never watched any of the stuff she's in, so I can't tell you. Charlie Day is Luigi, man. John Leguizamo is still acting. Yeah, there is no reason. I'm dire- sure he would love the role. This is a
1: direct slight, unless he was offered it and turned it down. Yeah,
0: but it's his iconic. role.
1: I know, I know, but hey,
0: <sighs> hey. Uh, they've got Jack Black playing Bowser. You know what? I'm fine. <sighs> Most- Nacho can be Bra- Bowser. I'm perfectly fine with Nacho being Bowser. It's cool.
1: He's going to do a School of Rock character was it's going to be. No, Bowser's going to sing a song.
0: No. Jack Black is going to play Jack Black. <laughs> Every character Jack Black has ever played was Jack Black. The question is just... How many antidepressants was he on at the time he played the role? Oh. Jack Black, an enemy of the state, was very serious. Jack Black and everything after people actually recognized his name wasn't. Mm. So uh, they've got Keegan My- Michael Key as Toad. I, I kind of want to hear his Toad voice, but then I just want to if-, if if he's got a good Toad voice. Maybe
1: it's his regular voice.
0: I hope it's not his regular voice. <laughs> I, I I I hope he goes for the squeakier. I'm work. the best. I'm the best. And then, and oh then, yeah! And, and then I want to. Then I can't wait for people to 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 morph some of the old Key and Peele ske- sketches using that voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, Me? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um. What else did I? Uh. Seth. Oh yes, yeah, Seth Rogen. As Donkey Kong. Okay. So, Stoner Kong. Okay. Because that's his one thing. Fine. I mean... Here's the thing. At this point, I'm interested in this movie as a train wreck that will bring the live-action Super Mario Brothers to still being the best Super Mario Brothers <laughs> that movie. That would be
1: awesome. I do. I have to admit, I am kind of wanting this to crash and burn. I, I, I do, I bad. I feel bad because... I think everyone's like, Nintendo is so gun shy about doing entertainment. You know, they don't like there's no Nintendo pinballs ever since the Super Mario Brothers. Right? And you know, kind of that Gottlieb Street Fighter era for video game stuff in general. And I think I think some gamers are kind of like, Yeah, maybe this would kick start. Yeah, they went obviously we're in the video game segment. So their thing is like, why isn't there more like movies and stuff using these video game properties? We used to see that stuff all the time when we were kids. But um you know, maybe that's, maybe, maybe not. I here's the You thing. know, most video games, we still see video game movies. People just don't remember because they're so bad. Like the, the, the Warcraft movie, movie, which Mine. I didn't see because I heard it was bad.
0: Blood Rain.
1: <laughs> Blood Rain. I own that one because it's so cringe and fun. It's so cringe and fun. And I see Ben Kingsley there trying to be this vampire and I'm like, You were in Gandhi, man. What happened to you? What happened to you? You were Gandhi. And this is what you've become. Go back to being the Mandarin.
0: (laughs) Wasn't that the one where it was cheaper to just hire a bunch of hookers? Yes. To hire... They uh, were
1: filming in... I don't remember if it was in Romania or Poland or somewhere. I think it was in Eastern Europe. And that Uwe Boll was the director of that film. And he indicated to hire extras for his brothel scene he found that it was just cheaper to hire local prostitutes to play and people were so critical of him. And he's like, well, they got money, so I think it was, I think it was good. And I'm like, yeah, well, so did Billy Zane. He got money, too. <laughs> Billy Zane. You were the Phantom, man. What happened
0: to you? What happened to you, Billy Zane? The thing is, of, of all the major Nintendo you know no tent pole franchises i understand mario is the big huge one but seriously for the ones that would make the best translation to movies why in the crap have you not gone with zelda or metroid and that's where i i mean looking at this and
1: i would agree i think metroid could make i mean you could do like a it's nintendo so they never would you could do like a live action metroid and do it almost like alien sci-fi horror style it It could be be, it could make a really good film um and in terms of like animated movies i do agree uh zelda seems to make a lot more sense because the plots that you could i mean if you wanted to take from a game for example they've got like a storyline that isn't save the (laughs) princess Yeah. Save the princess. So, um, <laughs> to me, though, you look at this and it's like, okay, no, Nintendo's like playing it safe. We're using our biggest of all the tent poles and we're going to Hollywood this big time. You know, we're not doing anime voice actors. We're bringing in big A list actor guns, Princess Mononoke style. And we're going to just say, you have to see this because if you don't like Mario, you like Jack Black. And if you don't like Jack Black, then you like Chris Pratt. You're going to hope that. He's gonna have a raccoon on his shoulder as Mario, and a raptor named Yoshi.
0: Chris, <laughs> Mario get <laughs> Mario in the Tanuki suit, so he looks like a raccoon. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes, and he could call himself Rocket Tanuki.
0: <sighs> I'm excited. It's gonna be interesting. It's a long way out. They're talking like holiday 22. Okay, so. Uh, the next big announcement to me—the one that actually interested me—Bayonetta three, a beloved game, yes, announced like four years ago. I think it was like in seventeen it was announced. Uh, the Bayonetta one and Bayonetta two were two of the first games I got for my Switch when when I had a Switch before the Switch uh was claimed by others. Uh, I've always enjoyed the Bayonetta games; they've been a lot of fun. Um. So, I might even try to get it. No, nah, I'm not. When I brought up I, that I might borrow the Switch back to play a game, and, and the first thing was, oh, we might need a new Switch anyway. It's like, no, we, no, it's
1: fine. You could get that new fancy version that has four. Ca- oh, wait. Oh, wait, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> the Switch part. <laughs> Oh, poor
0: Switch Pro! Everybody wants it so bad. Poor
1: Switch, what happened to you, Switch Pro? You were on Reddit. You were, you were, you had it made. What happened to you, Switch Pro?
0: Here's the thing: the fact that Bloomberg put out a new article saying the, that that all these companies had 4K development kits for the Switch. So obviously, the 4K Switch is coming to be immediately followed the next day by Nintendo coming out and making an announcement saying like, nah, man, we already told you there are the only new Nintendo coming out is the OLED. There's nothing else.
1: Welcome to the internet. (laughs) So Bayonetta,
0: big news. Bayonetta. uh, Nintendo, their online thing uh, that you have to pay so you get online access, Mm. you know, their version of live uh is adding an expansion pack is what they're calling it. It's an additional hmm. subscription service. So it just adds we don't know how much yet because they haven't oh, announced they how the much price, okay. Uh to your subscription for your yearly subscription. But it will include N64 and Sega Master Drive games that you get for free.
1: I'd say cool, but without knowing the price, I can't.
0: I know that's the problem is without knowing the price, I don't know. <laughs> I know because they're looking. They're talking about Mario sixty four, Mario Kart sixty four, Star Fox sixty four, Ocarina of Time sixty four, Echo the Dolphin sixty four, Sonic the Hedgehog two sixty four, uh, and just, and a bunch of others. But yeah, it, until I know the price, if it's an extra five bucks a year, cool. If it's an extra five bucks a month, eh. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I don't ever, I'm never going to play them anyway. Uh, but though they are also releasing pro controllers that look like the original N64 controller and the original Sega Master System mm, controller. Okay. That's nice. So you can get the get actual get the, yep. Bluetooth controllers, get your full classic experience, get the whole experience. Um, Monster Hunter Rise, which was a huge game. This year, Uh, I've heard multiple people talking about it for Game of the Year. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, It won't get it. It it won't, but I've heard people talking about it. I've also heard a lot of people saying that at the bare minimum, it will be the Switch Game of the Year. Hmm. I don't think it'll get that either, (laughs) uh, but we'll see. Um, But they're putting out a major paid expansion next year. That's basically another game. Hmm. With okay. a whole bunch of additions and changes. I've never played a Monster Hunter. I haven't either. I, I've, I've, I know my, my daughter has, she doesn't have Rise. She's played the demo to Rise and she loves it. So it's on her birthday list, but she hasn't, she doesn't have it yet. But I've, I know a lot of people who they play all the Monster Hunter games. Um, it's a little grindy, I think it always seemed like it was like a kind of grindy game. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix is huh? kicking out a Final Fantasy themed Mario Kart game. Hmm. <laughs> so you can, you, 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 you get to do Chocobo GP. It's a racing game with Final Fantasy characters. There you go. Mark. Uh, um, and they, we found out that they announced that they're going to announce the final Super Smash character. <gasps> They'll announce it on Tuesday. It's the fifth. So we don't know who the final Super Smash character no, is. No, and we couldn't delay this episode to tell. Right. You. Also, we don't care. But here's the thing. If they're announcing the final Super Smash character, that means they're done with Super Smash, which means they're probably have already started development or are about to start development of the follow up Smash game.
1: Super Melee.
0: Super Melee Smash for 64. I can't wait for
1: everyone who's fans of the GameCube ver- version to yet again refuse to move on.
0: Yeah. Well, that's uh, my question is do we see mainstage Evo with three Smash games? Uh there was one <laughs> there was
1: one year, I think, where they did have three, and I think there was backlash to it. Yeah. And rightly so.
0: Because they had two and then they had the one the third game where people got to vote on the game and people chose another Smash yes, game. Yes, it's
1: there, I I, Good on them for having a loyal fan base, but yeah. bad on them for ruining it for the rest of us.
0: Here's the like, I understand. I think Smash is a fun game. I really enjoy playing Smash. It, to me, is a lot like watching pinball. Mm. It's nowhere near as much fun. It's why I don't watch a lot of pinball streaming, because it's not fun. You watch it for a little while, and then you go do other things. So... uh We'll see. We'll see what happens. And then, oh no! I completely missed a whole section. Amazon launched New World. Oh,
1: I've been hearing, I've been seeing jokes about this.
0: It's. I've got. I. I. I've been reading a lot of stuff. It's very mixed. There's a lot of things people love about it. I've heard a lot of good things about, uh, the audio and the graphics, and the actual gameplay and the combat stuff is all very good. Okay. At the same time, I've heard all of the quests and the storylines and everything is super grindy, super repetitive, and very much what you expected out of an MMO that would have come out in like 10. mm so it, it it is not up to the current level of where most games have gone. It's lots of repetitive fetch quests. So it's very much a FedEx simulator. Uh, <laughs> oh, I I mean that was back when I was doing MMOs. I mean that was the thing. Mm-hmm. let's well, see, that's the thing because with me playing Final Fantasy fourteen, it's not like that at all. Which is just such a difference from what, like, original Warcraft. Right. So, uh, we'll see. Uh, part of the problem is that they're having huge queue times. Mm. Which brand new game, super popular MMO. They weren't set up for it. That's understandable. I, I'm not going to ding them for that. That's exp- I, that if that did not have happen, considering they 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 launch and they're hitting like 800,000 concurrent players, I would have been in shock. What's interesting is they cap every server at like 2000 players.
1: Oh, okay. Like concurrent or just just period period. Okay. Wow.
0: So they've got so the so the each individual server population is very low.
1: Yes, that's really small,
0: and which could be problematic when you want to do stuff like play with your friends. Yeah, I mean, because like, it I've sounds got- like the
1: server would fill up right away, right? And so you would you'd have to transfer to a new server with, and maybe keep transferring if yeah. you had new people coming along every few months that you wanted to play. I, okay, yeah, it's it that doesn't sound like I mean unless they have made the transfer process simple
0: right or if they've made it so that there's a, everything is I don't know maybe they made it so everything is instanced uh, I'm not sure so it, it it's weird uh, I've not played it myself um, but we will see how it goes it seems like they've got a solid foundation that they can hopefully build from and Uh, learn from the mistakes other companies made 15 years ago and, you know, make the game more matching what people are expecting from an MMO at this day and age.
1: Well, at least we got through the show without any Activision.
0: Wouldn't that have been nice? Oh, I thought we were going to. No, you didn't. I did. did. No, you did not. I totally thought we. <laughs> I totally thought we were. Up you until, would never be free, no. Up, cur. Up, up until you know the other day, uh, since we can't go an episode without talking about them, Activision Blizzard has settled with the Equal Op- Employment Opportunity Commission, which is, what has been investigating them on the federal level, right? Um. I don't even know if we announced this in the last episode. I think the announcement of the... Yeah, I think the announcement of this investigation came after our last episode. It's already been settled. Mm, okay. Um. So what they did was they settled... Uh, they have to make a bunch of changes with documentation and, you know, training and stuff. But part of their settlement is they have to put together... Or they? They, they have to pay $18 million mm. to create a fund for those who have experienced sexual harassment, pregnancy discrimination, and or related re- retaliation or constructive discharge uh, to the EEOC to set up for their employees to apply for. And then the EEOC will hand out relief awards based upon their investigations of each case and everything. Um, here's the thing. $18 million for Activision Blizzard is a rounding error. That's not a fine. That's not. It's literally point zero zero two percent of their revenue from last year.
1: Well, is the, is the 18 million, uh, meant to be a, a penalty fee or is it just what they estimated as would be necessary to adequately fund this? Uh, I'm assuming this fund. that's
0: what they estimate would be so. required to adequately fund the thing.
1: Cause I, I mean, I would, if the goal was, you know, we're fining you as a punitive measure, then this is a joke. If right. It, if it's a, no, you need to set up a fund to pay for all the people you've wronged, I could see 18 million being estimated I as being reasonable.
0: It's just, it's harsh because the, Bobby Kotick's pay package that they approved back in June. Mm-hmm. It's literally 11% of his.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he does make pretty good money. Almost Lulu great.
0: Almost. Uh, it's just, yeah. We'll see how it goes. This does not stop the SEC investigation. This doesn't stop the uh, California suit or the lawsuit that was brought up by the employees themselves. Okay. So, uh, it'll, I think, the most interesting thing we'll see is as those start working their way through the system more is um, how the shareholders respond to Bobby next mm. year when he comes, when his stuff comes up again.
1: Yeah. We'll have to see, but I, unless, unless the stock takes a big tank,
0: yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen.
1: And I think he's been positioning himself to not come across like he is the bad guy in the scenario. Right. You know, he's gone and fixed some of the prior statements. So I think he's, uh, as much as I'm not a fan of him, I think he's been positioning himself well to keep his job. Yeah. So I don't expect a change at that level. But we'll see what happens. We will have to wait and see. And speaking of waiting and seeing, people will have to wait a couple of weeks until they can hear... Not see, but hear our next episode of the yes. Eclectic Gamers Podcast. But if you have things you want to reach out about or suggestions on topics for us to cover, you can always email us at EclecticGamersPodcast at gmail.com or go to uh, uh, facebook.com slash Eclectic Gamers Podcast and shoot us a message.
0: We're available on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram as Eclectic underscore
1: gamers. And that's it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And maybe that time, Tony will almost super duper promise no Activision. Maybe. Probably not. It's going to have to be big, because I'm tired about talking. I'm tired of talking He's, tired. About- He's so tired. You don't understand how tired so he is. I'm so tired. I'm, but, I'm and- so tired. So tired. But until that uh, episode airs, I'm Dennis. I'm Tony. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.